On today's episode, we have Kelsey Heenan, who runs a health and fitness brand called HitMax. HitMax is focused on creating high-intensity interval training, workout programs, and nutrition programs to simplify the world of health and fitness. Each episode, we will have a drinking word or phrase. When you hear this word or grouping, that is a reminder to sip your cocktail of choice. So let's sit back and get a little tipsy, people. Today's drinking phrase is perfect, so you guys are probably going to be wasted. Today, we are adding a fun twist to the show called Boss Babe Banter, which will include funny stories, commentary on pop culture, and whatever else comes to our fucking mind. So, me and Mads are here, and we are going to show, well, we're not going to show you anything, actually. We're going to talk about the, um, some of our, like, funny workout stories in the spirit of Kelsey being on. So, Mads, you want to start? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, this literally just happened to me, like, a week ago. And I, so I go on Pinterest a lot to find like workouts because I, I know different exercises, but I'm not the type of person who's going to like come up and be like, okay, I'm going to do these like eight exercises today. Like I want someone to just tell me and then oh, me I too. can go do them. Yeah. So I found like, okay, also I should mention that upper body strength is like, it's something I'm working on. Okay. <laughs> like I'm working on gaining some. So I found this new workout on Pinterest, and it was all on the cable machine. And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like, it's a whole, like, it was like an upper body, like, and back workout. So I was going to try, like, I tried, okay, I tried to do this workout. But the issue with the cable machine is you can, the least amount of weight you can do, this is so embarrassing, the least amount of weight you can do is 20 pounds. And these exercises that I was trying to do, I couldn't. I couldn't do them with 20 pounds. (laughs) And so, like, first of all, it's, like, I go in the afternoon usually, and so there's, like, three or four, like, pretty ripped guys standing around me who, like, clearly, I mean, like, They work out, clearly. Yes, exactly. They know what they're doing. So I'm, like, first of all, I've never done a couple of these exercises, so I'm kind of, like, trying to figure it out. But then I'm trying to do, like, the least amount of weight I possibly can, (laughs) and I literally couldn't. I was like, oh, okay. And this happened like for like four different exercises. So th- I tried to do the first one and I was like, shit, this isn't working. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll just like, I tried to do like two reps and I there was like, there's no fucking way. So then, then I was like, okay, I'll just try and do this other exercise. And then the like, same thing kept happening. And I was like, God damn it. I was I'm like, done. I just, That's always so awkward when you're, you're at the gym and you're using a new machine and you're like, I don't know how the fuck to use this. And I don't want to make this super awkward. So you're like, I'm going to save myself and leave. I know. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in the sauna and just call that a fail. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, I tried. And, you know, I think I'm just going to work my way up to doing these exercises on the cable machine because I realized I can do most of them with, like, a five-pound dumbbell. There you go. A good five-pounder. We're building the muscles. I love it. Mine has to do with the fact that, okay, so me and Madeline um, were laughing about this. I had a phase where I dated all these, we like to call them beefcakes, which they were, like, personal. They had something to do with the fitness industry, whether it was a personal trainer or they were, like, um, I think I dated a guy who, like, was the athletic coach for like the football team there was like a good mix but they all looked like they could be siblings which was pretty weird I had a type and one of them was trying to get me to run on this treadmill I don't know if you guys have ever seen it I don't know what the hell it's called but it's like curved 
And it's not like a typical treadmill, but the closer that you run to the front, it gets faster. This fucker didn't even tell me that. So I am like sprinting, trying to like impress this guy who's like a freaking athletic coach. I go flying off the back, literally <laughs> landed so hard. And everybody in the entire room turned around. They were like, holy shit, is this girl okay? I was dying. Um, definitely didn't impress him. But I was also pissed because I was like, okay, you're a trainer. You should let me know how this sucker works. You don't just plop somebody on a treadmill and watch them go like full sprinting and then watch them fall. But, you know, he was I- he wasn't around for very long. Oh, gosh. I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, um, <laughs> we'll keep him nameless. <laughs> I have seen those before, and I've always just been afraid. I've just been like, that does not look like it's going to go yeah. well, so I'm just going to save myself. Fuck no. That's a hard pass for us. Well, with that being said, um, we are going to jump in to the Daily Kelsey Get Pumped people, and you know, we're going to talk a little bit about being perfect. Hello, Kelsey. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so you just got back from Arizona and you are moving. We were just talking about this before. You're transitioning from Portland to Arizona, which is so exciting. Um, For everybody who doesn't know you, well, number one, we got to ask the cocktail question. If you drink at all, we know you're a fitness girl. Um, If you go out and have a cocktail, um, what's your cocktail of choice? So if it's just a regular day vodka soda with a lime is a solid staple but if I have the option if it's a place that has a lot of really good specialty cocktails I'll definitely get one of those when there's a lot of thought and time and effort put into it I love those oh that's awesome I know I'm a big rosé girl but if there's a specialty cocktail I'm here for it all about it all about it especially if there's a little tequila in there (laughs) um so for everyone who doesn't know you can you tell us a little bit about your backstory like how you got started in the fitness industry and then um a little bit about like founding hitmax and hitburn Yeah, so a real quick recap. Basically, I was an athlete growing up and then played basketball in college, and I developed an eating disorder in college and got really sick. And after that recovery treatment process, when I was fully healed, I came to the realization that I wanted to help people be their happiest, healthiest selves and provide opportunities for them to learn how to do that, but in a way that felt safe and they didn't have to have strict and rigid rules around things. So... My husband and I decided we wanted to build an online business, and with that kind of mission behind us, we created HitBurn. And it's all online, and it teaches interval training and some very flexible, balanced nutrition, and we love what we do. And in January, we merged with a company called HitMax, and so we just brought our resources together to try and help more people. I love it. And I have one of your guys' workout bands. I use it all the time. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> and it's so cute. It's like bright blue, kind of like a teal blue. And I like pack it with me. I'll throw it in the bag. And I like to like, um, it's pretty like, um, I want to say sturdy, but a lot of other workout bands kind of like give a lot. So you're like, whoa, am I even like working out with this thing? But that one stays tight. Which it I really like. does. It <laughs> takes some breaking in, but it's great because it lasts a long time. Yeah, I can tell. And it's really good quality. So what is your like weekly workout schedule? And like, do you ever just like not feel like working out? 
Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's a human thing, not uh, just one type of person. Everyone has days where they don't feel motivated. And I think that that's something that's really important to really internalize is, you know, that's that's what helps you stay consistent is knowing the motivation isn't always going to be there, but how do I make choices to just stay consistent and not have to be perfect? So absolutely, there are days that I don't want to work out. And sometimes it's just determining, okay, am I just busy or stressed or what's the deal? Or am I actually really sore and need a day off? And so that can really help in the process. But on an average week, I'll work out three to five times a week, and I do a mix of weightlifting and interval training and just love to focus on getting stronger. For, like, the young 20-year-old, maybe, like, um, first getting into, her, like, their job and, you know, being super busy and, like, committed to, like, this new thing that's in their life, potentially after college or just kind of going through going through the motions, how, do, how would you say to, like, start integrating working out and, like, creating that consistency? Because I think sometimes it gets put on the back burner. Um, I'm raising my hand right now. <laughs> okay. That's fair. It happens to everybody. And something that's really helpful is determining a workout schedule that's actually realistic for what you have going on in your life. I think a lot of people are like, I'm going to do hashtag no days off or I'm going to work out six days a week for an hour and a half and just really go hard and get my best shape ever. Well, that's not really realistic with all of the things that we have going on in our lives. So if you can get to the gym twice a week or three times a week or four times a week or just get in a quick 20-minute workout at home, what is realistic for your schedule? And that's going to help you be more consistent and set you up for success. That's a really good tip. I know I need to do that and like sit down and just like visualize, okay, how much time do I have? And maybe like getting up earlier Um, with like the holidays coming up. I feel like for me, like I'm a little stressed about it just because there's like so many parties and different things that you're going to and events. How would you suggest that somebody kind of keep on track um, with either what they've been doing or like implementing um, any tips for like kind of navigating the holidays in the fitness um, world and then nutrition too? Yeah. So as far as workouts go, like I said, getting in a consistent routine is what is realistic for you and knowing that you don't, it doesn't have to be an hour doing, you know, very specific things to quote unquote count. You can get in a quick 20 minute workout and get in a great workout. And then otherwise just move, try and walk, try and walk places, you know, things like that are going to make a huge difference and add up over time. And then nutrition wise, this is something that a lot of people get overwhelmed with and they kind of just throw in the towel before they need to a lot of times when it comes to nutrition around the holidays. So Really, what you can do to just stay consistent is prioritize. It's not like you have to cut out all the sweets. It's not like you have to cut out everything that you love. It's prioritize the things that you really enjoy. If your Aunt Trisha makes the best pie in the world that you look (laughs) forward to every year, you don't have to avoid it. You can totally have a piece and enjoy it to the fullest. And what you can do in the meantime is other meals outside of the events and holidays focus on eating whole one ingredient nutrient dense foods the majority of the time and that's going to be really helpful that will allow you to really stay on track and stay consistent um a thing that I've been doing and I can't remember who I was oh I was talking to um Amy you met her and um Amy Ramage she was telling me um before I go into events to have like a protein shake Cause then you're like, you're not ravenous. So like keep like extra, this sounds like funny, but like keep extra protein powder, like in your glove box or something and be able to like scoop it out, throw it in a shake, like chug it down before you go in there. Because if not, then you're going to be ravenous running around eating all the food that you probably shouldn't be. And 
I'm just like, I feel like that's a really good hack for you and your diet. Are there things that like you, you particularly stay away from or like any, um, things you're like intolerant to? I don't have any allergies or intolerances, uh, that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. There are certain things like clams that I've had a bad reaction to a couple times, but I don't oh, really, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like those anyway. So yeah. I don't really have a problem so you're with good. that. Yeah. But in general, my, my kind of mantra is no food off limits. And that allows a person to really have the mindset of being able to be mindful and pick and choose moments where they enjoy the foods that they love without having to have strict rigid rules. I love that. So around the holidays, do you, um, do you have any fun traditions or anything that you and your family does like around the holidays? Yeah. So my husband and I always bake Christmas cookies like, oh, I all love morning <laughs> on Christmas. So we'll like, um, on, on the day before, you know, we'll bake cookies and all that kind of stuff and then just enjoy them. Um, and when I was growing up, my mom would always give us a Christmas ornament on uh, Christmas Eve. So that was something really cool. That's and I have cute. this whole collection. Oh, I love that. Um, with, People traveling a lot. I know we touched on this right before um, we hopped on here. Kind of like some tips for traveling because you're really thrown out of your routine. We've talked about like being consistent and then also like no foods off limits. So that those are kind of allowed. Um, But what would you um, what would you kind of suggest for like staying healthy um, while you're traveling? Because you were talking about you've been to L.A. recently and you've been traveling all around um, and you're when you're not always in your routine that can kind of throw you off balance for sure. So if you're traveling like the day of traveling, packing healthy snacks is so crucial. Just being prepared because I, I honestly now I hate having to feel super, super starving. So I'm always prepared with snacks just to make sure that if I need something, I can have it. And another really easy thing to focus on is just looking for those whole one ingredient foods. So if you're going out to eat, there's nothing wrong with going out to eat. But if you're trying to be consistent because you know that you're having Aunt Trisha's pies later, you you can just focus on eating meat and veggies and rice, things like that. Like the one ingredient foods are going to be so much more nutrient dense than the the you know, things that may not be as healthy. So it's just about really just prioritizing that. You don't have to go starving or things like that. You can really just be mindful of the things that you choose. Um, I was talking to somebody who, um, like, when they go out to eat, what they'll do is they'll, like, look over the entire menu. And this sounds funny, but they'll, like, build their plate. So they'll be like, okay, I know that there's walnuts over here. I know that there's chicken over here. Okay, I can have a walnut and chicken salad. They may not offer that, but you can totally like order that from the kitchen as long as you're a good tipper because yes. chances are they're going to be like, great, but they'll totally do it. Totally. I, I think that you can really find places to, to have whatever you want most of the time. You know, of course, there are times where you're maybe in a small town and don't have the same access that you do in a place like L.A. or New York. But that's also when the mindset of flexibility comes in, you know, understanding that you don't have to be perfect to be consistent. Oh, I love that. That's a good quote. You don't have to be perfect to be consistent. We will be quoting you on that. <laughs> love it. <laughs> With New Year's resolutions right around the corner, um, so many people set fitness and health goals among like a million other goals. Um, what advice would you give to people to help them stay committed and keep those resolutions instead of, you know, having that good two weeks and then totally losing it because they felt like they can accomplish it? Yes. So echoing the the things that we talked about earlier with consistency being priority and progress over perfection with the nutrition. And then also really reframing goals going into the new year is important. So many people are like, I'm going to work out six days a week and that's my goal to only work out six days a week, or I'm going to lose X amount of pounds and that is my goal. And 
while those things can be indicators of consistency or you know transformation they're not always going to be the most helpful for you because if you think about a weight loss goal sure it is a indicator of change but it shouldn't be the indicator because if you're dropping body fat and building muscle your weight might not change at all but by the scale you failed even though your body looks completely different. I've done so many different transformation challenges with people, and I just tell them every single time, don't let the scale deter you from seeing your real progress. Take photos. That's a really great way to be able to see your progress. And a way that you can change that goal is I'm going to increase strength. I'm going to stay consistent by working out three to four days per week because I know that some, day, some weeks – I can only get there three times. You know, just figuring mm-hmm. out those things that are more realistic and a different way of measuring your goals is really important. That's awesome. Yeah, I've totally noticed that even like with myself when I've hopped on the scale and I'd be like, whoa, I haven't changed at all. But then when I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, there's definitely changes happening. So do you have a scale in your house or no? Nope, I do not. I have not weighed myself in years. And and someone asked me the other day at the gym, this guy comes up to me, he's like, how much do you weigh? I'm like, I have no idea. And he was like, oh, does it bother you to know? And I'm like, no, it really doesn't. There was a time in my life where that ruled my life. But now it really doesn't. It just doesn't make a difference in my performance. It doesn't make a difference in my overall yeah, progress. So there's no point in having one. Yeah, no, totally. I've seen like a lot of people been like, I'm going to skip the scale. And I think that that's healthier. Like even with Instagram, quote unquote, taking out likes, there's going to be a million other things that you're going to compare yourself to, but like weight shouldn't be one of them. And like, you know, you could be like, for me, like I was 150, but I was also, you know, in high school. So like comparing yourself to like that younger version, I think a lot of people, especially like in their 20s, they're like, okay, I'm not that far away from that. But in like reality, like hormones and all of the things, like those totally make such a big difference. And if you think about it, no one else can see the number that you weigh, right? So it's like, it doesn't make a difference to other people. And it shouldn't make a difference to you because it doesn't really tell you anything about your body composition. And when people are looking to make changes in how they look, they're really looking for body composition changes. And that number just doesn't tell the whole picture. Okay. So touching a little bit about like the fitness industry and you, um, now being your full time doing this, how do you not compare yourself to other trainers or other people releasing products like in the fitness world and kind of like stay in your own lane? That's a great question because I know so many people go through this and a huge thing is just understanding that it's not a race. There doesn't need to be this one perfect linear path. There are so many different ways that people can be successful and we can all be successful. It doesn't matter where someone else is in their journey. We can all like, like Taylor Swift says in her, one of her songs, <laughs> like, we all have crowns, right? Like yeah. it doesn't matter if someone else is, is successful. It has no impact on me as an individual. And so it's really uh, an empowering thing to really work on that mindset because it's like we can all be successful and someone else's success doesn't dampen my own. Yeah, and there's like enough, there's like enough cookies to go around. Absolutely. Like I feel the same way in blogging when people are like, oh my gosh, she just hit 100K or whatever. She just booked that deal. Like how cool is that? There's a million other companies for everybody else though. Like that one company and that one deal or her, her or someone hitting that specific goal, like how wonderful is it for them? But that, I love that, that it has nothing to do with you or kind of your journey. Um, 
So now that you are in Arizona, kind of what is, what's like your path? What are you guys like moving towards right now? Business wise? Mm -hmm. Gosh, I mean, there are so many different things, which I'm excited about. And that's the cool thing about the day and age we live in is we can create the lives that we want. So, you know, just with all of the things with the internet and the ability to really create your own business, that's what I love is just continually being able to grow and find new ways to, to help people and do the things that I love to do. So, you know, we're continuing to grow our fitness business, which I'm so excited about. And we're just going to continue to do that, trying to make bigger challenges to help more people, get more people using our app to help them with their fitness. And then I'm also really working a lot on my personal brand, The Daily Kelsey. So I'm so excited. I'm going to be releasing a nutrition program really soon. Woohoo! Yeah, so excited. What's going to be in the program? So it really just guides people to help learn how to listen to their bodies to be able to fuel it well and then also with their relationship with food. So s there are so many different diet plans out there that you know could get you XYZ results, but it's really important to understand what you need as an individual versus having to follow a piece of paper because that's not realistic. You need to understand, okay, I'm feeling pretty low in energy. I worked out super hard today. What are the types of foods that will fuel me well? Also, what are the foods that I feel like eating and honor your preferences, honor the things that you feel like eating and just really have both of those things coexist. So this program really dives into here are the things that you can eat to be a healthy person and reach your goals, but also here's how you can honor yourself in the process and really repair and build a great relationship with food. So is this like something that people can like buy online and is it like a course that they go through or is it like a guide or like what's give me a little like I don't know like stuff tutorial of totally. like how I would go to sign up for this. Totally. So it's going to be an ebook and so it's self-guided and people can really create a plan from that and because they're going to know they're going to have the tools to be able to understand what they need. So I also have a course that's going to be a guided course as well, but that's not quite ready. But the, the actual ebook that really gives you the step by step to learn how to do all this is, is going to be ready soon. That is so exciting. Is it like is so it's happening like 2020? Yes. So uh, Black Friday. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so Very soon. soon. <laughs> I am pumped. Well, we'll make sure to post about it and cool. let everybody know. Thanks. I'm excited. Okay, so diving into the ebook, I want to hear like the process of like what goes into making an ebook and then maybe like some failures that like came along the way through that. Um, because I think a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Kelsey is so cute. Everything is so easy. And I know that like you work super hard um, and to kind of give people like a little bit of an insight. For sure. So I've been doing this for about six years and so I've gone through a lot of iterations of my business and the things that I sell and the things that I teach and when we first started Hitburn uh, we were doing everything and that's part of entrepreneur life you have to figure it all out and so I was creating all the ebooks myself I was writing all the copy and doing the photos and building the actual ebook inside different random softwares um, and so a lot of that it takes time to to just learn how to do those things but also a huge piece of it is just if you have something to share you need to get it out there. And sometimes people will spend way too much time trying to get the perfect shade of pink when it's like, if you just get it out there, think about all the people that you can start helping now. And you can always go back later and, and make it look prettier or whatever. But the huge thing is like, you have something to share and people need to hear it. And so just getting it out there is a huge thing. So in all the iterations, uh, we, we really just test quickly. So we'll get something out there, test a concept before we spend six months to a year on an ebook because maybe you spend a year on it 
and it doesn't resonate with your audience. Yeah, like nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. So so test concepts quickly, and that doesn't necessarily have to be ebooks, but it could be different posts or blog posts or survey your audience, see what they want, but then get it out there. You can always make it more beautiful later on. So now we've we've gone through different iterations, and I have designers that help me. So I write the copy and then get the photos that I want, and then send it over, and they make it pretty. So it's easier for me in that sense, but it's an evolution, and that's a that's a part of it. So. That's awesome. For like, for someone who wants to write an ebook, so you said just like throw it out there. How did you start? Like, what was like the first step that you like did to, um, like, obviously you had a concept that you're like, okay, I shared this with my audience um, and, and it's resonating. Like, I'm not doing this for no reason. Um, what's your next step look like? Are you like drafting a whole bunch of ideas? Do you have a team behind you? Do you like go sit somewhere for six hours? Like, yeah. So when I first started, uh, it was, it was a mix of Dennis, uh, and my husband and business partner and then myself. So sometimes he would have an idea for a different product and he would write the workout program and then I would do all the nutrition stuff. So it kind of just was a tag team in that regard. But basically it's, it's have an idea and then figure out where are your gifts and talents? Like, are you great at, you know, coming up with the concept, but not really great at the technical stuff, then maybe find someone who can help you with that. And that will really help along the way to just help things run more smoothly. That's awesome. Okay. So I have a question of you working with your husband. How is that dynamic? Because I have heard so many people say that it either is really good or really bad, but how do you guys keep it so that you guys are like professional while you're working um, and then it doesn't like hurt your relationship? Yeah. So there are certain people who just can't or don't want to, but honestly, we're, we're both really chill people. And I think that that helps a lot. We had a lot of growing early on where it's like, if he is in the zone writing or doing something really concentrated, I can see that and I'm not going to interrupt him. And same thing, if I'm super concentrated, he doesn't interrupt me. And we had a lot of those discussions early on. And so that's really important. And just kind of knowing, Hey, we're on the same team here, but we also need to have our focusing time is really important and from there it's 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 fun you know overall it's it's a great process where we we get to hang out all day and create cool things and then at the end of the day just be married (laughs) (laughs) I love it I've seen on your Instagram like a ton lately like you've been working um like with other trainers places like going through workouts with them how did that get started honestly I just started reaching out to people I Instagram is such a cool platform. Of course, there are downsides, but it's it's such an amazing thing that we have access to everybody. And so I just started reaching out to people and being like, hey, I'd love to meet you. We could grab coffee, we grab dinner, and it'd also be kind of fun to film a workout if you're into that. Yeah. And so sometimes I would just meet up with people. Sometimes we would film together, and then I would get introduced to some of their friends. And it's just been really cool to have a new network of you know, other professionals, but also I've developed some amazing friendships and gotten some really cool business opportunities because of it. That is so awesome. Yeah. I love your videos, especially how you guys show like technically, like how you could be doing stuff differently. Um, like I feel like that's helped me. I'll like watch them. And then I love to like your inspirational, um, like pictures you post with like a video behind them. Like, I feel like that works really, really well. And I've seen you've been doing that a lot lately. Do you feel like videos help you overall just gain more traction because I think that's where like everything is headed is video absolutely and and that's something that if you're just starting out can feel kind of uncomfortable yeah but no one is good on video at first you know so just getting out there and and do it just make a video post it 
and you're going to get better. And so that's something that has been really powerful on the fitness side. It's very shareable and gets a lot of engagement because it's helpful for people to see exercises and workouts and things like that. But then also on the teaching side, it's, it's helpful for people to see my face, hear my voice and tell them that this is actually going to be helpful in their lives. And so it's, it's great in written form as well, but also being able to touch all the different points for how people learn differently and through video and audio is a really great way to do that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Okay, so when you don't want to post, like, or you don't want to throw up a video, or you don't want to go work out, how do you get, like, re-inspired? Do you, like, either push yourself to go do it that day? Do you not post? We were just talking about the fact that literally yesterday I did not want to post. I was like, I don't feel like doing a million stories with swipe ups. So I just posted a video of me brushing my extensions uh, in my car. That was about I it. love that <laughs> so much. That's so real and just amazing. That's <laughs> So that's a great question. And I, this really translates across everything within life. So, so work, school, nutrition, fitness, relationships, everything. It's, you're not going to feel amazing every single day. So how do you figure out how to be consistent when you don't have to be perfect? And for me, like yesterday, I didn't feel like posting either. So I didn't, but I am very consistent most of the time, but I just didn't feel like it yesterday. And so I posted this morning instead. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll post twice today if I feel great, you know? Yeah. but it's all about being consistent. And there are certain, when I'm filming, there are certain days where I'm just feeling like a million bucks and I am getting everything on the first take. And there are days where I can't spit out a single word. And if you look at my Instagram, I have a whole blooper reel on my story <laughs> highlights for those days. Because the reality is no one's perfect and we're not going to feel amazing every day. And we all flub our words sometimes. And we all don't feel like working out all the time. So it's just really about figuring out, okay – how do I how do I have a healthy discipline to stay consistent? And that makes all the difference. Yeah, it does. So do you post on all of your social media platforms? Is that you or do you have somebody else who does that that helps you? Yeah, so I have a team now. So the Daily Kelsey is me. I'm posting on that. And then I have a coworker, Rachel, who runs our Hit Burn and Hit Max social media. Okay, that's awesome. I feel like that helps a little bit so that you can focus like all of your attention to your stuff and then like engage with people. Do you have like a system that you use? Do you like answer direct messages in the morning or like post at certain times? Is there like a system that you use or you just kind of like weigh in and go for it? Uh, It depends. So I could definitely get better about direct messages. I am very behind. So apologies to everybody. Uh, But as far as posting, usually I post in the evening. Sometimes I'll like this morning, I posted this morning because I didn't feel like posting last night. Yeah. But uh, usually I post in the evening around 7 or 7.30. And that typically works well with my audience. But on Hitburn and Hitmax, we always post in the morning. And that works really well for people. Yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, like where's, where's website, all the social medias? Yes. So my personal Instagram is called The Daily Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y. And that's where I really talk about getting fit through relationship with food and exercise. And it's just a a place where you can feel safe and really learn how to honor your body and also be able to accomplish the goals that you want to reach. And then Hitburn and Hitmax are uh, my fitness handles. And so you can find both of those on Instagram. We have an app called Hitmax. And all of the, the websites are just those names as well. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. You are sunshine in literal form. Oh, you are so sweet. (laughs) It's just the tanner. (laughs) 